Welcome to the Creation to Cashflow podcast number four. On this podcast, we discuss strategies to maximize your creativity and achieve financial freedom. Michelle, how are you doing today? Honestly, I feel good today. I think waking up at five something in the morning is actually really good for me. I feel like I'm having a pretty good day too. Going to take a little trip and unplug after this, which is hard. I know we both struggle to not work because we've just got ourselves to such a point where we're like, we're almost addicted to it because it's just so fulfilling and exciting. And that's what we're trying to create for everyone who's listening to this. That's so true, Nick. Yeah. How are you going to unplug? Are you really unplugging? Like you're not going to work at all? Definitely not. I'm probably still going to check my emails. (laughs) Like I'm going to try. I'm going to be super busy. Playing 36 holes of golf per day takes like eight to 10 hours and it's exhausting. But I I know I'm going to check my emails at some point or like try and make a piece of content. But that's what we that's what we're trying to get everyone to do is find some find a way to make money that you love so much that you don't even want to not do it when you're on vacation. Yeah. And where are you playing golf? In Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Amazing. Isn't it cool that it is a Wednesday today and because you were able to leave your engineering job, you're now able to go play golf during the week? Like how amazing does that feel? Yeah, it really, and like I'm actually going with friends from there who get a very limited amount of paid time off. So they're using it on this and I'm just like, oh no, I'll still be getting paid, doing what I love. Like it's just, it's just amazing how life starts to change when you follow your own dreams. So today's overall topic is going to be not darker, but a little more serious. Getting uncomfortable is the topic of today. Even though we were just talking about all the great things, in order to get to there, there's going to be some discomfort. Yeah. That's absolutely the case, right, Michelle? Yeah, and I kind of like being uncomfortable. I feel more comfortable than uncomfortable, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, I think that absolutely makes sense. So do you want to start us off with maybe a story or something of when you got uncomfortable and then found something beautiful on the other side? Oh, I mean, I feel like I have learned that I thrive my best when I'm uncomfortable because if I know what's going to happen and I can predict every day, it kind of makes me feel bleh. I don't know how to describe it, but I feel off. And I kind of like the excitement of knowing that I don't know what's going to happen. And so there was this one time after I quit my job officially. So I had been working my business on the side for eight months. I quit my job and somebody that I knew very well wanted to invest in me to create a marketing agency with them because they knew I was doing marketing and it would have been comfortable and I would have been having more consistent income as I had just quit my income job. I didn't want to do that. I knew what it would look like and it was exciting, but it for some reason felt wrong to do something I was so already aware of doing and I wanted to do something that I've never done before. And then I quit and just did my own thing. And then when I decided to move to Los Angeles, that was a whole nother thing where it was like I moved across the country. I got rid of my house. I got rid of everything. And I just moved to a new place where I didn't have any friends. Then I thrived again. And so there's just like little moments in my life that this has been 
very helpful for me to get uncomfortable. But what about you? Yeah, I'm not sure if I should start with like a big picture getting uncomfortable or like daily practices. Um, I think I'll start with daily practices because that was how it all began for me. Like I was feeling so stagnant at my civil engineering job. It was great. I was making good money and I was comfortable. And I started to feel just like you said, like very bleh is a perfect adjective for it. Like you just start to feel like I'm not growing. I'm not progressing just because you're doing a great job or working hard. You're not getting like substantial pay increases. Like there really is nothing crazy happening to be like, you, you feel like you're wasting life a little bit, which in the last podcast, we learned how precious it is and how quickly time flies. So I decided I needed to step out of my comfort zone. And I started waking up at like five or six in the morning, filling my bathtub up with cold water, going downstairs and getting a bowl full of ice, like biggest bowl I could find and just dumping it in, trying to get the water as cold as I could. And at first, I mean, I thought I was going pretty cold. I was getting it in like the 60s, like probably mid to high 60s, which is certainly cold. But in the grand scheme of like where I'm at now, I'm like, that's that's nothing. And I would get in and I recorded it every single time. And my face just like freaking out. And I was like, what am I doing this for? Is what I would say when I'm filling it. But then when I get out and I feel like a new changed person, having pushed through that discomfort and started my day off with such a big win, my days started to change. I started getting work done in the morning before my job. I started working on my own side hustle. I started educating myself and just studying things and being like, how can I make more money? How can I live a better life? And that was how the whole life coaching thing began for me. First time I ever took one of those cold showers was I was feeling really depressed one time at school when I was in college. I think I was I was probably 19 or 20 and it was freezing out, too cold to go outside and I was feeling like I had cabin fever and I was depressed and classes were hard and I was broke college student and I sat in my shower with my head in my hands and I just turned the water to freezing, like almost to punish myself. It was intuitive. And then the water was freezing and I was sitting there shivering, but I started to laugh and I was like, oh my God, I'm delusional. What is happening right now? But then I realized, I was like, wait a minute. I was just getting an endorphin boost from the cold water, from getting uncomfortable, from doing something out of my comfort zone. And then I realized, I was like, wait a minute. I might've just, not that I was the first person to ever get cold, but I was like, when you do it deliberately to make yourself feel good, knowing you don't want to, it's different. And I, I, I cracked something that day. So it does release endorphins whenever you do that. Like what is the main psychological benefit of doing that? Oh my God. Yeah. So you get a huge boost of a type of adrenaline called neuroadrenaline, which is like, you know, when you get an adrenaline boost, you think like heart racing, scary, trauma, neuroadrenaline is like the good version of that. You get a ton of testosterone and you get a ton of feel good hormones and endorphins that will literally make you laugh. So that's why you get out with a smile, even though it was hard. And I mean, it does a million things for your body. I, we, we might have to do an entire podcast on the benefits one day because it really is crazy. But that just started me on a different path where I was not afraid of hard work. And I was not afraid of facing like 
what do I actually want my life to look like? And I started questioning things and I was like, Am, is this what I want my life to look like? Am I giving everything I can to be happy and healthy? And I realized the answer was no. That's like me in 2020 when I realized how much weight I had gained and how unhealthy I was and overwhelmed I was. And I decided to work out every day. And it was like, because we were in quarantine, there was no more drive to work. So I had 30 extra minutes to work out and I did it. And then I realized like, it, it almost opened my eyes. If I wasn't uncomfortable and exercising, I would not have seen past the fuzziness. Like it was like, there was like something on my camera lens and I didn't wipe it down and it was fuzzy. But the more I got uncomfortable and chose to still do what I said I was going to do every day, it's like a little bit got cleared up and then a little more. But I think that if I would have seen the full picture when I started, it would have been too overwhelming and scary for me to even, you know, know what would be coming from that one decision that I made. And now I'm like in a whole different reality. And it all started with getting uncomfortable in that little season with 30 minutes of working out every day. That seems so simple to me now, but I'm like, that's what started my entire life change. I mean, just think about what would happen if you're listening to this and maybe you struggle with your discipline or you're stuck in your comfort zone. What would happen if you stepped out of your comfort zone every day for the next 21 days? Because just like you said, Michelle, I just had a season of it where I was like, I just need to work on getting out of my comfort zone and doing things that are outside of the norm. If you want something to change in your life, you have to change something in your daily life. And it starts with something small, half hour of exercise per day, cold shower. I know you spend a lot of time on the Stairmaster. I've got to figure, probably not because you love, like nobody likes no. the Stairmaster at all. I've And if you do, respect. But like that's one of your da most... Uh, daily practice or I assume most days when you exercise most days yeah because I can because I have ADHD I can work on my phone while I'm on the Stairmaster so I don't feel like I'm working out but I also can think more clearly when I'm on it is it comfortable no absolutely not it's not but it's one of those things where I'm like I could sit on my floor and feel grounded and still kind of be clear-headed but then I'm not really moving my body and so what can I do that's going to make me the most uh, efficient with this hour that I have, instead of sitting down, why don't I just go down one flight of stairs to the Stairmaster and get some work done while I do it? And it's uncomfortable and it's very easy not to do it. Like there are many days that I just don't do it. But when I start to do it again, I'm like, ooh, I'm, I crave it. I'm like, I want that feeling. Like I want to feel that rush and just sweating while I'm like texting my clients. <laughs> the craving. You're so right. My body if I don't, if I don't get in my super expensive cold plunge, by the way, I, I earned that. I used to just do it, like I said, in my bathtub. I since upgraded once and then another time to a nice expensive cold plunge that cleans itself and everything. But the one I use is Polar Monkeys brand. I have an affiliate link, so we'll, we'll drop it. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested. It is fantastic. But when I don't go in for several days at a time, I start to crave it. And my body wants that hit of dopamine that is being in there and suffering, but also shivering, but also laughing and persevering. Otherwise, you start to feel that stag stagnant feeling building up. 
and it's just a mess. But once you get used to these things, you start to crave it more and you start to crave stepping out of your comfort zone. Another good example of when I did that recently, uh, I love going to the gym and I love lifting weights, but I found myself almost in like a weightlifting rut, like doing all the same workouts, not doing anything crazy. So the other day I hired a personal trainer who is nothing like me, this, this fiery little woman named Terry, and she kicked my ass Monday morning. What's today? Wednesday? Yeah. Monday morning, she kicked my ass because she knows she's like, oh yeah, I know you can bench and you can do pull-ups and push-ups. She was like, I'll show you a workout. And she made me do all these crazy things that I would never do. Every single workout was so far outside of my comfort zone. She's got me like working with bands and all the things that I don't usually do. So with everything in life, eventually you get stagnant and you need to step out of the comfort zone in order to level up. Yeah. And it goes further than just like the physical getting in the ice bath, working out. And it's even like having a phone conversation. And I hate being on the phone, but it's like picking up the phone sometimes, having to call somebody, having a face-to-face Zoom meeting with a brand that you might work with. There's like little things that are practical and they seem so mundane, but they're so outside of a lot of our comfort zones. And every time we make that call, maybe the first call is really bad and awkward because you're not used to it. But the more you do it, the more you get better at it. But you would never get better at something if you don't start being super uncomfortable and doing it anyway. You're right. It's not just physical things regarding exercise and cold plunges and stuff. You're right. Sometimes it's another good one. It might be forgiving someone who did you wrong. It's so easy to just cut someone out of your life and just snip, you know, they wronged me. Sorry, I don't need that. It takes a new level of person to forgive someone who did you wrong or to make that phone call or to do things that are hard. Your comfort zone, I feel like we have a comfort zone in every area of our life. Maybe it's the way that you eat and you're like, you know, I really should be on a better diet and you have to step out of your comfort zone and start meal prepping something different. It could be anything. There's a lot of things that I do. Even this is so weird, but I used to never have myself in a video if I was not wearing makeup. And I remember last year I was like, why do I do that? Like, I don't think I look that different with or without makeup. Like I really don't. And I think that it was this thing that I was just so uncomfortable for people to see me in a way that I wasn't able to present myself online. And it was so freeing to do that. And now I do it a little bit more and more because again, I'm the same person with or without makeup. And it's so simple, but it was one of those things that it was like incredibly uncomfortable for me to even think about doing and I wouldn't have done it. And it's just now I'm able to create more content because I don't have to wait until I'm ready to film the video. I just, if I think of something, I'm like record. Yeah. How much better does it feel now having that freedom after stepping out of your comfort zone and leveling up? Yeah. I feel like people actually are getting to know the real me and it's such a beautiful feeling when you could just show who you are and there are people that appreciate that and want to be in your life. And I think that it's just very, it's a confident booster. You led me into my next thought a little bit, which is like how it spills into your daily life because there's a threshold for what we can tolerate in our daily life. And many like many of the things we do in life, if the threshold is here, 
we like to live just below it. And we don't want to push the boundary because we know we can stay right here and still afford our rent payments and do everything we need to do and take that one or two vacations a year. And you can live just below that threshold. But as you start to push that threshold up and demand more from yourself, that's when you unlock this new level of life and hard work and making big changes that you'll look back and be proud of. And you'll conquer all of that the stagnant feeling that is living in your comfort zone. I think even as simple as making the bed, it's so easy not to do. A lot of people are like, I'm just going to go right back into it. Why would I make it? But there's just something psychological about get up, get out of your bed and make it. It's just so simple, but it really does. It's like a stepping stone. Every time we do something that we don't feel like doing, it's just leading us up these stairs to what we really desire our lives to look like. Yes, that's a... Ooh, such a good analogy leading us up the stairs because it is those little steps. Make your bed when you get up. Yeah, it sucks. No one wants to do that, of course. Like, no, I would rather just leave it. But in life, like, leave things how you want to find them. Yeah. And when you come back and see a made bed and you get that good feeling, rather than you come back and your room is a mess and you feel like your life is a mess, and then maybe you take that cold shower or you get that morning workout in and you make the hard phone calls and you do the hard work and you eat the healthy meal and you like, it's just steps. It's just little steps. And it's, it's a battle every day. Every day you start at the bottom of the staircase and it's like, how many steps are you going to go up today? One, two, a couple or a bunch every day. I love that, Nick. And it's nice because it's very freeing to know that maybe you aren't as consistent. Maybe one day you didn't make the bed. It's okay. You're not starting like you're, you just ruined everything you're working towards. Now you're aware of how weird it feels not to do that thing. And now you know for the future, don't make that mistake two days in a row. Yeah, because each day is a new day. If you mess up on one of them, do better tomorrow. You don't just lose all of the momentum. But if you miss it many days in a row, you will start to feel the effects. Well, it becomes a habit. And then it's just like you don't, you're not in it anymore. You don't crave it anymore because it's just not really there anymore. All right. Here's a question. You usually ask me these good questions, but I got one for you. What do you tell yourself on the days that you don't feel like it and you're struggling? I do give myself grace. There's a lot of grace that I give myself because I used to be super hard on myself and it would lower my confidence. It would make me more insecure about things because I'm like, why am I not doing this? But on those days, I, I have this quote in my head. I say it all the time. Do something your future self will thank you for. I say that to myself every day. And I'm like, do I want to do this? No. Do I want to eat this broccoli? Not really. I want to eat these Takis chips from Trader Joe's. But what is my future self going to thank me for? What is my gut, my mind? What is going to be the most beneficial for me tomorrow, not right now in this moment? And I just tell myself that. It's like this reiterating in my head. Think about the future. Like, Do it for your future self. And that's what got me in 2020 to even start working out. And now I'm like, thank God for my three-year three years ago past self for, for even doing that. And so that's what I do. What about you? There are days where I will give myself a little bit of grace if I think I earned it throughout the week. But for the most part, I take the approach. I'm pretty hard on myself. Honestly, I demand a ton from myself. And when I don't feel like it and I hear that voice in my head, I'm like, who who is that? Like, that is not me. And I will go and I will drown that person in the cold plunge. 
because the version of me that like does not feel like doing it, that is not the real me. And you can, you can literally drown that person away with some cold water or anything going for a run, just public speaking, like something that's going to be going to force you to ditch that person and do the hard thing. And you can totally drown them out. And then tomorrow, if they show up again, then I'm back in the cold water. Yeah, Nick, when I say I give myself grace, I still do the things. I acknowledge that I, I'm like, okay, I'm aware <laughs> that I don't feel like doing this right now, but I'm going to do it. And I have this thing every day where I'm like, if I don't do what I said I'm going to do, like if I don't exercise, I have to give a stranger $100. Like there's a, not a, the opposite of a reward. Like I have a punishment essentially where I'm like, you're not doing this. So now you're choosing this other thing over what you know is best for you. So here you go, go do it. You know, and I, I kind of have this like drill sergeant in my head that it really, I really don't miss a lot of things. Like I try to do everything I say I'm going to do, but I think acknowledging like, okay, today I'm feeling a little off, but that's okay. I'm still going to do what I said I'm going to do. And that's the grace I give myself, but I'm with you. I, I need to drown my little voice in my head in a cold plunge. That's amazing. It's true. Like it's, it sounds like scary and like sadistic, but it's not, it's not, it's not like that. Like, it's not like it hurts to be in a cold plunge. It's just hard to bring yourself to get in. I have so many funny, like bloopers of myself standing outside of my cold plunge. I'm just like, ah, like, I don't want to go in this right now, but I'm going to do it, but I don't want to. And then I just, I just get in and I'm like, and there it goes. I, you just hear the voice drown away. You catch your breath. And it's just gone. And it just leads me to think like, when have you ever had a deeply fulfilling moment in your life that did not require you to step out of your comfort zone? Mm, I don't think there has been one. I can't think of one either. Like anything, the, the tallest mountains have the best views. There is nothing I've ever done that really makes me proud. And I look back and I'm like, that was an amazing day, an amazing moment. Like that doesn't happen just because you got out of bed and like, sent an email, you know, like that happens when you do something that really challenged you and really pushed you past your limit. Yeah. And it's not as fulfilling in my opinion, if I didn't work for something and I didn't try, it's just not, if something's handed to me, it's amazing and I'm grateful, but it's not like really making me that excited and I don't appreciate it as much. It's true. It is so true. You said that perfectly. Man, this is one of my favorite topics. This could easily be a many-hour podcast, but I, I don't want to miss my flight. So we'll start to wrap it up. Any last-minute thoughts on getting uncomfortable? I would just encourage everybody to continue to think about what you want and know that there's a reason and know that it's possible to get there, but you got to step outside your comfort zone and you've got to do things that you know are best for you that your future self will thank you for. And, you know, me and Nick will talk more about this. I'm sure this will come up in a lot of other podcasts because I could talk about this for hours as well. But I just want everybody listening to this to thrive in life and be able to take a week off to go golfing with friends and just, you know, enjoy their life, do what they want to do and work hard at it. We're not not working, but we're doing things we love doing. And I, I really wish that upon everybody listening. I could not close us out any better than that. You've got to go back and listen to that last 30 seconds again if you're listening to this because 
Oh, that was so powerful. I need that to be my alarm clock or something for when I wake up every day. Uh, so if you're looking for more ways to monetize your creativity and find more freedom in your life, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Get Ahead with Nick. Follow Michelle on Instagram, TikTok, Michelle J-H, Michelle with two L's, four E's at the end, J-H. Michelle, this was such a good one. I know we'll circle back to this topic because almost everything leads back to comfort zones. So looking forward to part two and I will see you next week.